Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Agents of Mace. This is Agent Drew here, and today we're doing things a little bit differently, uh, moving forward at least. So, due to the fact that She-Hulk will release on Thursdays instead of Wednesdays, we are pushing our episodes back from a Thursday release to a Friday release. So, join us every Friday for new episodes of Agents of Mace. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everyone, to a brand new episode of Agents of Mace. This is exciting because we get to talk about brand new content. I guess, again, I mean, I Am Groot was new, but now we're getting back into a brand new series that's leading into the, I guess, the the final moments of Phase 4, but we are going to talk about She-Hulk Episode 1. Before we get into this episode, please be sure to go follow us on social. We are doing our first ever giveaway if you go check out our socials right now, Drew has shared a little bit of behind the scenes and details of what that giveaway is. But once this episode rolls out, more details will be there. So uh, Drew is not here at this exact moment, but he will be here in the episode. It's weird because it's not video, it's audio, but he'll do his editing magic and uh, we'll share his thoughts as well. We're all getting back to our, you know, our normal work routine. So schedules are changed. Disney threw a curveball at us and she hulks coming out on thursdays versus wednesdays which i don't really know why there was i don't think there's anything really going on wednesdays i don't know yeah. but in my heart the good shows always came on on thursdays when i was growing up so i'm fine <laughs> with this change <laughs> i'm definitely okay with it as well it's like as we were kind of getting into our life schedule changes that it kind of works out in my favor so i'm cool with the thursday show but um yeah, let's dive right in. Um, we only got the first episode. Um, I know early reviewers got to see the first four episodes, mm. um, but I haven't. I've been staying away from anything. So all the initial reactions I've seen have just been around episode one. I actually watched this episode twice. I watched it um, the morning it came out, and then I watched it again that evening. And my first thoughts are okay. I think the second viewing. I liked it a little bit better. Um, 
it's a bit of a mixed bag, especially what I've seen with a lot of uh, uh, other critics that are talking about this show. Um, but I found it to be okay. I'm very curious to where it's going to go. Um, my, I guess my first impression was I did for a 30 minute episode, it rushed a lot of things. I think we could have used a good 15 to 20 more minutes to go a little bit deeper to explain some things, but we did get at least one answer, but it feels like some things are just kind of like brushed by like, Oh, okay, well this is why this means this. So that's my first thoughts. I think for my first thoughts for this first episode of She-Hulk were I went into it ready to enjoy it and I enjoyed it. (laughs) It was a fun episode. It looks like it's going to be a really fun show and it really has that Marvel feel to it. Um, I think that this episode was a little heavier than most on just comedy, but I'm never going to shy away from comedy. So I really enjoyed it. I'm excited to hear what my fellow agents think about it, but I think that they did something interesting by making the entire first episode, the backstory this way we don't end up with a bunch of a bunch of episodes that we kind of waste on learning the backstory instead it was just like nope this is what happened this is how she controls it and how it's different from bruce and now she's back at her job so obviously there's a lot that still has to happen but i think that it was an exciting way to start the season because now I don't have to worry that the whole time we're going to be wasting episodes on telling the backstory. Um, and I have really, really liked it so far. It's straight up like chick flick fodder. Uh, it's a show that is about a female character. The showrunner is a lady. As far as I know, all the writers are women. Uh, And it definitely, it's leaning really hard into that. It is one of those like single gal in the city is trying to have a career and also be a monster. Um, And I have so far really enjoyed it. It's it's partly because I think that Tatiana Maslany is doing an awesome job. Like her performance is just so gosh darn likable. Um, And also because I'm anxious to see where this goes. I mean, something that I feel like nerdy folks such as myself have been interested in for a long time are what are the real world and even legal ramifications of having super persons around. And I'm hoping that that's what the rest of the episode, the rest of the episodes of this series are more focused on. I mean, she in the comics is a lawyer who works with superhero cases and superhuman cases. And so I want to see all that. I think that we could get a lot of really cool world building. We can get to know uh, Jennifer more as a character. And so far, I'm having a lot of fun watching it. So that is my first impression. Because <laughs> see what you mean. Because um, especially with this episode, you know, it's so quick to jump into what led her to become She-Hulk that we haven't really gotten a lot of interaction with her, really her real life. I could I could definitely see this going in more of a sex in the city style direction, <laughs> especially once she's kind of getting back into her day to day routine with her friends and going out and doing that kind of stuff. Um, 
yeah, I think that'll be really funny. I had to like look up um, Tatiana's uh, essentially her resume because I'm like, where I, I know I've seen her in other things, I just couldn't really remember. Mm-hmm. So it seems like she was a big part of Parks and Recreation, which is a show I've just kind of watched scatteredly. I did yeah, watch she... Perry Ma- Mason, so I do remember her in that. Mm-hmm. I never saw Perry Mason. I guess I'll have to I'll have to check. The thing I remember her from most uh, is. Parks and Rec. I know that's terrible because everybody's like, she's amazing on Orphan Black and I've just never watched Orphan Black. That's, um, yeah. Yeah, that's been the number one show that everyone's referenced and um, I'm not familiar with that show. Um, so yeah, I'll she, just have to circle back and check out. She plays several characters who are clones of each other. Gotcha. And so okay. um, that's why they've said that she's just unbelievable because she's playing all these different characters and all, and I, I believe them. I'm sure that it's great. I've just never watched it. Um, <laughs> on Parks and Rec, she had like a short kind of character like arc on there where she was dating Tom Haverford, but mm-hmm. she was a doctor who was about to go and do doctors without borders. So they only had a few weeks together and then she was gone and I kept expecting them to bring her back and they never did. Oh, wow. <laughs> but she was great. Right. She was really funny. Nice. Well, yeah, after a second viewing, like she's really into this role. I can tell. And it seems like she's really in it more for some of the, the joke, joke aspects and we can get in some of those later because like those moments I don't, I don't know I get a kick out of but um yeah so we essentially like we're jumped right into she's preparing for um court going to courtroom um don't really know for what per se and as she's getting ready to kind of move into the courtroom we kind of get that break the fourth wall moment where she turns around and she's talking to us, the viewers, to kind of set things up because we already like right away, uh, her colleague knows that she is a Hulk, mm. which is really fascinating. Because um, usually things like this, especially in the superhero world, you're always used to like, I'm going to have the mask and hide my identity and be secret. But she seems like to be sharing this with people very close to her. We do learn at the end that she's told her family and she's told this girl who's her friend. And that's yep. it. So yeah. there's there's a reveal that nobody else knows she's She-Hulk until later. Or really until that one moment. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just kind of like, whatever. Everyone's just, it's just, you can see the look on everyone's faces because they're just like, jaws are hitting the ground. Yeah. And um, what's, what's interesting is they're doing this fourth wall breaking thing mm-hmm. with the show. Which, you know, I think of, a, of that as being like a throwbacky thing. It feels like something that was really cool like in, in the 90s, maybe the early 2000s. But it's coming back hard now. And I think it's because oh, of definitely. Fleabag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm ne- I've watched the majority of season one of that, but definitely get that vibe. And you get a little bit of like the Deadpool vibe, right? Because Deadpool yeah, 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 yeah. was doing a lot of that as well. Um I'm curious to see how much of that we'll get in this. Um, there's one moment near like the middle that's really funny when she kind of does that, but it's almost like in real time because Hulk's just kind of like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> um, so yeah, so kind of like right at the get-go, it's like setting up you know, an event that's about to go on and then let's turn around and break the fourth wall and go into how this happens. So we find out that She's related to Bruce Banner, their cousins. Um, I can't remember. Were they going somewhere or were they returning? They just said they were on a road trip. They're just so, on a road trip. But I couldn't remember if it specified if they were on, like, 
they had just left for the road trip or if they were coming back from their road trip. Yeah, I mean, I guess I assumed that they were headed somewhere. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't know because they could have very well been coming back on a road um, trip. <laughs> all right. And so we see, you know, we get Bruce. He's in human form and he's got this weird gadget on his arm, this new invention that he's created, which has helped him be able to transition back into human form. So it looks like this is kind of the answer to what we get. If you've seen the post credit scene of Shang-Chi, you do see Bruce Banner. He's got, you know, his arm is injured. It's in a sling, but he's not in Hulk form at this point. And it's always been a question of like, well, how did he go back to human form? So this kind of answers that is that he's been working on some new tech, um, which we get a lot of tech elements here in just a little bit. We'll talk about some of those, but I'm very curious to see what else he's kind of invented or if we'll get any more techie things, Mm -hmm. but also like at this point moving the rest of the episodes, how much will we see him in the series? Um, Almost could be like the bulk of his role could just be in episode one. Yeah, it had him listed as a special guest. A special guest, yeah. That bummed Which, me out. I was really hoping he would be in a lot. That of bummed it. me out too. I was like, why would you do that to to Mark Ruffalo? Like, that was. I would expect you know his name's going to be like at the end, you know, but just special. I don't know. That just felt weird. Like, I don't know. Kind of bummed by that, but um. So we, we kind of get more into personalities here. Um, I like the eating Cheetos with chopsticks. <laughs> uh, which, as soon as I saw that, uh, I think, I don't know if it was this season or like last year's season, but I initially, my mind went to Shark Tank and there was uh, a pitch that was basically like these like chopsticks. Yeah, like the the getters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I was like, man, that's a missed opportunity. Like, why couldn't the Shark Tank company on there? Because these were just like the traditional chopsticks you'd just get, you could get anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I thought that was funny. I mean, it's very, yeah. I mean. Yeah. The way they play off each, each other is really funny, yeah. too. Because you can tell that they're a little bit competitive with one another. Yeah. And uh, Bruce's strategy is to name drop his famous friends as often right. as he can. Uh, which is cute because I do feel like he's genuinely kind of starstruck that he gets to hang out mm-hmm. with um, people like Tony Stark. Uh, just like, you know, it's a huge meme that Mark Ruffalo is also routinely starstruck by the people that he gets to do movies with. And so he's like, he's in all these like paparazzi pictures, taking pictures of his co-stars. <laughs> like he's not also a super famous person. Um, right. So all of that was cute. Their banter is fun. Uh so that's another reason why I'm kind of bummed that it's special guest star Mark Ruffalo. I know, like just seeing the the chemistry that they have together, it would be fun to actually see like, and and really with any of these Marvel characters, is like what is their family? What are their families like? Like, could you just imagine if we're seeing like this family <laughs> dinner? Um, just how much bantering's going on? Just the vibe I'm getting from them, like you could see like with other cousins and siblings and. Etc. Like, there's probably so much banter going back and forth, <laughs> which is funny because, like, I don't. You just know Bruce Banner is just kind of like this super smart, super nerd that just kind of turns into the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I feel like until he became the Hulk, he was probably kind of the one that everybody was like, "Oh, about yeah. like, oh, Bruce, <laughs> you poor little sad nerd." <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of references we'll, we'll talk about. 
here soon uh, with other of the Avengers. But um, pretty quickly, we're uh, we see this Sakar ship just show out of nowhere, just flies right in front of them. Which they've got. To, please explain that in a future episode. What is yeah. going on with the Sakar and spaceship? Those aren't just around. I want to talk a little bit about the Sakarian ship because I want to know. Do we think that this is going to be a bigger MCU thing or is this going to be a storyline for this show? So I guess a better way to put that is, do we think the Sicarian ship coming to leave a message is leaving a message for Bruce that we're going to see in a future MCU movie? Or do we think the Sicarian ship's bringing a message for Bruce that he and Jen are going to have to solve together during this series. So it's it's interesting because we may be getting our first glimpse at a future MCU movie, maybe a future Hulk movie. I don't know. Exactly. Um, because that's, that's one of the unfortunate things with this episode is like, that's kind of it. Like you would expect that they're going to, go deeper into trying to figure out why the ship was here, but Mm -hmm. that gets overlooked. Now I could see them doing potential like, which may, would be weird. Like I don't see the point of doing a flashback just to like more interaction with episode one of like them discussing it. But yeah, it's the ship shows up, scares them. They're already driving like on a cliff basically. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they crash. And so this is where we get a little bit of, uh, an origin story remix uh, because they crash the car, um, they do survive. As they're getting out, she cuts her arm. As she's pulling him out, he's telling her, "Stop! Get away from me! I'm bleeding." And his blood drips in her blood, which transforms her to She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the comics, it's like a bl- he has to, like she gets hurt, mm-hmm. and he has he has to do like a blood transfusion to save her life, and that's what. Yes, it's that was uh, the QR code in this episode took you to that comic. I never. Where was it? Where okay, it's it? whenever it's whenever like in just the next scene, whenever she has like gotten away from the crash and she stumbles onto like this weird club out in the middle of nowhere, and she's mm-hmm. walking towards the ladies' room. There's a QR code uh, in the hallway. You know, I never see the QR codes. Whenever I saw <laughs> that, I was like, oh! <laughs> and so I like climbed up to like, and scan it I with think, my phone. I think and there it's, was a- it's that comic. <laughs> I think there was at least two like in Moon Knight that I missed and didn't realize until Drew pointed them out. Mm-hmm. I was kind of briefly before you hopped on looking to see, was there a QR code? Because I never saw one. Okay, yeah. now I need to go back and check it out. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so she hulks out after uh, she gets that uh, Hulk blood that we know from the movie is actually very fuzzy and green. Yeah. And... So she tries to go in and clean herself up so that she can get some help. And she encounters, as many of us have, a pack of ladies in the room, uh, ladies' room of the club. And they are all immediately helpful and supportive, <laughs> as does happen. <laughs> They're like, oh, honey. <laughs> They're trying to, like, fix her up because they think that it's just that she's having God problems. Yeah. And she's like, no. This was a very, <laughs> felt like a very Gen Z moment because they're quick to be like, you know, he's not worth it, or is it she? Or is yeah, it they're like, no judgment, no, no judgment. <laughs> yeah. 
And then it's just like uh, that next Gen Z moment, like I need to make a phone call and they're all just like throwing their phones in her face. This whole like moment of like whatever this is, this bar club. I don't even know really at this point. I don't know where they're at pretty much. (laughs) You definitely get or at least I got this Terminator, Terminator 2 vibe, right? Because it's just like she's hulked out already her clothes are all like ripped up that you know these nice ladies give her an out like basically <laughs> dress her up fix her up and then she's just i don't know this whole moment it, it just feels like you know when arnold kind of goes into like you know these bars or whatever because uh these guys are just trying to hit on her and that just kind of triggers everything mm-hmm. but then like as she's about to turn around we click quickly basically see Bruce like tackle her like or like at least Hulk at this point. Yeah. Um and then I guess what the next moment they're now like in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they go straight from the club to to Mexico. Um which I know that she said that she needed to call her cousin uh mm-hmm. while she was in the bathroom. So Bruce would have known where she was and everything. Yeah. But how does she just remember his number? I feel like she's pretty mm-hmm. close to like my age. I don't know a single solitary phone number except for my mom's. I don't know how to call anybody. How does she know how to call Bruce without her phone? It All blows right. my mind. But then they're in Mexico and it turns out that this whole time Bruce has had like a little fun, not it's like a vacay spot slash lab that he just kind of hecked mm-hmm. off to during like the blip. And we learn a lot about uh, the fun things he got up to during the blip. I hope we, it would be so incredible to just see like some moments with Robert Downey Jr. of them like building the bar or just kind of building out the lab and everything, (laughs) which this is, I thought it was so cool and it makes so much sense, right? You know, you're looking at, the Hulk who's like always just anger just triggers him. And he's always had to like find this way to like calm down. So like what better place than essentially paradise? Mm-hmm. Let's just, let's just go to paradise where we can Zen out, build a bar, have some drinks. <laughs> Tony's got infinite money. So let's just pour it all into this cool lab and just like geek out over stuff. Yeah. And Tony would also have like a toddler during that point. <laughs> And was like, okay, I'm, I need like a seven to twelve day break. Right. <laughs> so I'm going. I'm going to Mexico. <laughs> That's the series I want. I just want to see <laughs> like the, make. They should do like a short series and just, like Bruce's Bar, <laughs> and it's just. Uh, wouldn't that be incredible if they did if they did a short series called Bruce's Bar, and it's just like each episode he's invited someone else from the Avengers, and they're just like, it's like a five to minute episode. <laughs> Yeah, they're just making cocktails and having conversation. (laughs) I would love that. I think that would be great. (laughs) So we definitely get a lot of those, um, you know, moments that I I do hope we get to see in some way would be incredible of like, remember, you know, just thinking about Tony and bringing up. But instead of like diving into why is this Sakaar ship here? It's quickly like, you're a Hulk. I need to teach you how to be a Hulk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and quickly going into this like montage of like, here's how you need to calm yourself down. And here's 
just all of this stuff. Like, let me let me make sure you I can trigger you to become Hulk. Yeah, I love I love whenever uh, he explains that anger and fear can can trigger the the Hulk thing, and she says. Anger and fear are the baseline for any woman existing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And explains why she hulks out whenever those creeps at the, the honky-tonk club mm-hmm. are being creepy to her. And so she's just like, okay, <laughs> y'all yeah. ask for this. Yeah, exactly. This um, this kind of moment when they're they're like kind of talking through things was another moment I just felt was like way too rushed. It was like, he was trying to explain like, cause it's initially like, Hey, you, you're talking like you're looking awesome. Like you don't have the sling on, you don't have all this stuff. Like what happened? And it's just like, Oh, well I'm smart Hulk. Like mm. your blood, like for some reason, like our blood trans, whatever. <laughs> it's just like a one liner. So short. That was like, it fixed Magic. everything, and now I'm smart, Colt. And I was like, can we just go and, de- like, I want a little bit more depth around that. That just feels like, I don't know, just. Yeah, and she she also not, she doesn't only share the genetic whatever it is that makes mm-hmm. it to where she doesn't die from gamma radiation. Mm-hmm. She hulks out with it like, like Bruce does. But she also has another weird genetic thing. That makes it to where she doesn't have an alter ego. She's right. just Jen, whether she's She-Hulk or like a human lady, mm-hmm. which is really convenient. <laughs> like, yeah. Like a little too convenient. <laughs> exactly. And I wish they could have, I'm, you know, you kind of, you know, with Banner as smart Hulk, we're still assuming like the other guy is there with him. We just, I feel like we just don't see it. I wish we kind of would see it to see him still struggling with that. It feels a little bit too easy. Yeah. And I he don't know if it's... that they've merged, but it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't seem like that's entirely possible because it seems mm-hmm. very like it's regular Bruce, not right. Bruce plus Hulk. It's just Bruce possessed Hulk more like. Yeah. I mean, you get, you get like some frustration moments between them, but again, this, that just goes back to what you said earlier. They're just very competitive. Mm-hmm. It's just like, let's throw these boulders and like, here, let me show you like how easy it is. I'll throw one. And then she throws one even further. And then he picks <laughs> up one and throws it into outer space. Um, a lot of those moments I really liked of just them going back and forth. Like I can do this better than you. Yeah. I, I think I saw that some people are like irritated. Cause they're saying, how is she a better Hulk than yeah. Hulk is? Well, she has, she had that advantage where she was mm-hmm. immediately like, like herself as Hulk. She was able to kind of move past, like he's ripping all the pages out of his book. Like, yeah. well, we've made this much progress. She, uh, she just had her uh, more of a stack deck than right. Bruce did. There was, uh, there was one moment kind of in here that felt really weird, kind of like poor editing choices. Because even like initially, uh, Jackie was like, "Whoa, whoa, wait, how did this happen?" So like, there's the moment where they're kind of. Pr- before they start their training and stuff, they're both in Hulk form. And then mm-hmm. the next scene, they're kind of sitting down meditating and she's human. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that happens, Jackie was like, wait, how, like how, like they were just talking like, you know, how do you get back and stuff? And then it's like a few moments, few, few minutes later, he kind of says, Oh, well you always transition back in your sleep. I don't know. That whole like sequence just felt weird to me. Like, 
it just threw things off. Like the editing, I think, could have been a little bit tighter in a lot of these moments, yeah. just to transition smoothly. The uh, the her always waking up as Jennifer that that does go a little bit back to to the comics because I remember. Yeah. Uh, her getting irritated because you know when she's She-Hulk she's like fabulous and famous and all that sort of stuff and she, she says that uh, whoever she takes home always wakes up with Jennifer and gets disappointed because she's not She-Hulk anymore mm. so <laughs> it becomes a conflict down the road gotcha yeah I'm guessing we we'll, may see some of that in future episodes mm-hmm. Um. so yeah we, we get all this uh, these sequences of training like how to like utilize your I don't know the right way but like your Hulk version or Hulk body <laughs> and then it just gets to a point where she's just getting frustrated and then we kind of flip gears and he's like well there are some upsides and then we get the drinking <laughs> moment which was pretty funny because he's just like our bodies handle metabolism different so basically we can drink as much as we want Mm-hmm. What does he say? All buzz, no all buff. buzz, and no barf. But then she is hungover oh, or the no next barf. day, and she <laughs> yeah. says it's a Hulk size hangover. So I'm like, well, then that's not better. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's gotta be horrible. Like I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that sequence is really cute. <laughs> yeah, so they're kind of going through that moment, and then it gets to the point where she's basically ready to get back to her everyday life. Um, which, you know, there's, I'm sure internally there's so much going on. It's like, she's a lawyer. She has a career. She loves this career. She, I like, I love making the reference of like, I've got a job. Like I've got to go pay off all of these student loans. Just like yes, like find like let's get real, real. Like everyone, ever pretty much everyone's going through the struggle. Yeah, you can't just hang out in Mexico and not pay your student loan debt. They will find you. Yeah, it would be mere weeks, and then they'd be cruising up there. Like, excuse me, <laughs> you are uh, defaulting on your loan. <laughs> yeah, so you know, of course, like Hulk doesn't want her to go back but eventually just kind of like you know i get it i respect it you know you've got a life you need to go live it um i like the kind of moments where like the kind of like the last tiff that they have with each other still trying to like show off and one up we get hulk does a thunderclap mm-hmm. and then she <laughs> tries to do it and it's like nothing <laughs> it's just a clap clap <laughs> yeah, he just laughs and then she starts doing it again to the point where she's like doing it rapidly, which I guess you could say it's like a throwback to like the weapons we would see in the Incredible Hulk that kind of do that pulsing. That's kind of how I would view it as like similar thing. Um, it's kind of crazy. It's like these weapons invented to like slow Hulk down like he mm-hmm. can, they can basically do the same thing. One of the trademark moves. You know, another thing I'm ah, see, I want more of this. I want more of Bruce's bar. He does mention people that, you know, there's so many references. You know, we get references of Tony Stark and Captain America, even Natasha. Mm-hmm. It's like, did they ever go to the bar together? Um, maybe. I would imagine that. Well, I don't know. Because I feel like there was. There was a rift between. Uh, Bruce and Natasha for a long time, so I don't know 
if mm-hmm. she ever came to the bar to just kind of chill. But she might have. We just do not know. Yep. So pretty much at this point, we're back into where we started at the beginning. We're going into the courtroom where now we're in this courtroom setting. Um, I don't really know who the other lawyers are, the other people, because there's a lawyer that's finishing, you know, his, I guess, uh, either opening or closing remarks. And then as it's kind of her time to take and start talking, uh, Titania shows up. Which is crazy. I think this was like, you know, one of the one of the things we were talking about on a recent episode is like, who could we possibly see like early on? Mm-hmm. You know, are we, we're, you know, we still have yet to see um, if we're going to see Daredevil or Matt Murdock or anything. But I thought that was kind of crazy to get Titanium here really quick. I don't know much about this character. Mm-hmm. I'm not digging, I guess, the outfit. <laughs> I know there this whole moment this this whole last last moment to me went a little too cheesy. We get this classic uh Power Rangers esque type kick where you're just kind of floating through the air. Um that with like her outfit just felt I don't know, a little too tacky for me. I <laughs> thought the, I thought that uh Titania is that her name? Titania Titania? Yeah. I, think, yeah. I thought her outfit was fun. But uh, I also feel like maybe the only person who could pull it off is Jamila Jamil. See again, this is this is an actress I'm not familiar with. What is she? What has she done? She was on The Good Place. She was a main character on The Good Place. She played uh, Tahani, uh, and so she was really she was also great on that show. Uh, okay. She had uh, Bruce Banner's habit of name dropping all of her celebrity friends. Gotcha. I, <laughs> if you haven't watched The Good Place, you need to. It's so good. I, I've only we only watched I think a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she did a voice for uh, uh, the Jurassic World TV show. I wonder who she voiced. She was Roxy. Okay. Yeah, I need to go back and watch The Good Place. Check this out. Yeah, I mean, there's only 50-something episodes, like, in total. So it's one that you finish really quickly. Um, And it's good. I like that one. Uh, Yeah. And as far as an actress goes, I like her because she's one of those that just keeps it very, very real, like, on Mm. social media. Like, somebody was asking her, like, how do you you stay so beautiful? And she's like, there's a literal team of people whose job it is to keep me beautiful, and it's totally unrealistic, and it's a privilege that only people like me can have. And then she goes, and I exfoliate twice a week. (laughs) And so she's she's very much against, like, uh, this horrible, like, industry that it's just you have to look a certain way and so she's always like on the warpath about that which i love go go jamila um so yeah i'm excited that she's in the show even though i don't really know this character yeah i don't i don't know what this character or villains like superhero-esque abilities are so i'm very curious to see like especially when She-Hulk and Titania fight, like how that's going to be. The only note I know is that Titania was created by Dr. Doom, which is pretty cool. We've been hearing a lot about potential Fantastic Four connections on this show. 
Yeah, I've heard that as well. Um, There's definitely the rumor mill was saying we could be seeing um, the thing or at least, um, you know, the, the character that becomes the thing within the series. Having a, a reference to Doctor Doom already is pretty strong. Will we see Doctor Doom? I don't know. I'm expecting Doctor Doom will make his appearance in uh, Wakanda Forever. Oh. Um, that's my current hope and expectation, but who knows? Maybe he could appear in this. Um, An official look prediction. <laughs> Doctor Doom will be in Wakanda Forever. Yep. Um but Titania shows up. Um, everyone's freaking out and scared because they don't know what's going on. And um, she just doesn't want to be She-Hulk. <laughs> you know, she doesn't want to ruin her dress. Um, I like how... Um, oh, what's her colleague's name? Is it Izzy? Is it Izzy? I can't remember. I can't either. Um, I, didn't, I didn't write it down. Whoops. No, I forgot to write it down too. We'll we'll call her Izzy for now. <laughs> she like we're sorry, tells, Izzy, if that's not your name. <laughs> but I like how she's like stops her and is like shoes, shoes, <laughs> gets her to step out of the shoes. And then as like you know, we get that classic turnaround moment as she like becomes um, she Hulk, and then we basically just get like a one punch to the wall as the cops just kind of rush her, and then just instantly kind of like turns around, turns back. And uh, everyone's just kind of jaw dropped at like, <laughs> you're, you're, what's going on here, Hulk? And then uh, kind of announces ready to make her uh, closing remarks. And then the show just ends. Yeah. Um, I had big uh, Harvey, Harvey Dent vibes. Uh, whenever he, mm-hmm. like the guy pulls the gun on him, he takes it and pulls it apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. Fun, fun moment at the end. Just that quick just kind of like all right let me do this like um one that one other comment jackie was making is like in the the show notes if you go to disney plus and you're just like before you play the episode and read the show notes mm-hmm. i think it says like um turns into like a six foot seven hulk or something mm-hmm. she was like she's got to be taller than that <laughs> like that just didn't seem right <laughs> yeah i it's really, really hard for me to like track the scale yeah. <laughs> of a uh, of a creature on TV or in movies because I feel like even the animators like it switches between mm-hmm. scenes and things like that. So I just if they say it's six foot seven, I'm like, okay. It's pretty fascinating. <laughs> sure. Like her hair grows much longer when she becomes She Hulk. Yeah, and it, then isn't it like curly. Yeah, it's it's almost straight to wavy versus. Uh, when she's just human form, it is. It's short and curly. It's, yeah. I don't know. Some of that's I mean, that's part of, like, she truly feels like she's, like, more attractive when she's She-Hulk. And so I think they're yeah. playing up, like, oh, she looks like she's more done whenever she's She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would that would be convenient. Just your hair is done <laughs> when you turn into a rage monster. That's great. That's a power worth having. I do have a question about Hulk. I, I realize that the way that we know he's smart Hulk is a Bruce is talking and B he's wearing glasses. Uh, but isn't the whole thing with Hulk that like he can't be hurt. And if he is hurt, it heals. So does Hulk need glasses? Is that something that he 
requires to live his life. I'll let you decide. I feel like it's just for an aesthetic purpose of showing us this is Smart Hulk. But who knows? Maybe maybe it's something I haven't read before and he does, in fact, need the glasses because he has Bruce's eyes or something. I don't know. But it just seems strange. It seems like Hulk wouldn't need to wear glasses. What's mm-hmm. Hulk's, what is Smart Hulk's vision really like? Mm. Does he really need the glasses or is he just... It's, it's a look. It's just a look. Bruce right? knows it's a look. <laughs> Bruce um, definitely needs for real glasses, but Hulk doesn't. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's the core episode. We do get a post credit scene where we're back at Paradise and uh, Jen is just fixated on <laughs> Captain America's dating life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just kind of like stops her and he's like, no, he's not like he's he's had girlfriends like and like knows like very like intimate facts about Captain America (laughs) was able to like even go down to like timelines and dates. And I don't know, some of that's just kind of crazy. It made me laugh so hard. The whole the whole running joke. It definitely made me laugh a little bit uh, the second watch. You know, I don't know. This this it's definitely uh, a series that is not meant for kids. <laughs> it is. It is pretty uh, TV fourteen. Yeah. Um, even some of these jokes, like even that one, the last joke is I felt like is a little bit more than TV fourteen. But, <laughs> um, it does seem to cut off like mid f bomb at the end of yeah this it episode. does yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was super funny, and especially because she's at that point she we know that she's not, but she's mm-hmm. acting like she's just really drunk and she's really in her feelings. And she's like, it's such a waste because <laughs> he's so good looking and he did so much for the country. <laughs> and it, it also made me think like I guess Sharon is not like like widely known about. Uh, yeah. And they, she also, uh, they both refer to Cap in, in the past tense at the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode and all the way through. And so we still don't know if Cap is just still in hiding or if he has actually passed away because he's so old now. Right. Um, but yeah, it seems like there's, there's just a lot that the public mm-hmm. doesn't know about him and that maybe even some of the Avengers don't know because like Bruce might have shared like, oh, he's still alive. He, he married Peggy Carter and mm-hmm. now he's just kind of, he's just living Something like that. He could have said that. He could have even said it whenever she's been throwing this fit about his, you know, never having, never finding love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he could be like, no, 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 no. Uh, he, he got to spend a long and happy life with someone that he loved. Yep. But he didn't because maybe he doesn't know. Maybe the only ones who know are Sam and Bucky. Yeah. So... I- there there has to be one character that knows that just knows everything or at least knows like if captain america is still alive where he is is he on the moon is he still on earth maybe we'll find out again this would be a great bruce's bar episode (laughs) (laughs) if they have like uh if they have old cap show up that would be really cute um also, our listeners, if you have not seen this yet, go and look for Chris Evans's reaction to this uh, in credits scene <laughs> because it's it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, Chris Evans is, is good people. Yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to think. I feel like there's something else that I was supposed to be saying and I forgot about. <laughs> no, who knows? Oh, oh, I remember. Okay, so every episode is supposed to have a mid-credits scene. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, it's Which is it. awesome. Like, <laughs> why can't you give us this all along? Maybe they've just slowly tuned into the fact that people really like them. Yeah. And so I, I even like little throwaway ones like this that are just there for the funsies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how many will be throwaway versus how many are going to be more story building. Mm-hmm. And I guess it kind of fits, right? Because we basically have this and Wakanda forever, and that's going to close out phase four. So we are at, we're here at the end. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot going on. Um, but that was episode one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, overall, it's it's a fun watch. It's, uh, it's going to be a whole different vibe. Um, I do wish episode one was a little bit longer, went into more, especially more with the Sakaar ship. Um, you know, the big potential theory or, you know, not really rumors, but I mean, I don't know how you want to call it, but it could be Hulk's son. Um, that's uh, very curious to see what this could lead up to, if anything. Um, you know, there's been so much talk and I guess you call it rumors at this point that maybe we are getting um, World War Hulk. Um, could we be getting a Planet Hulk? Not sure, but um, it's either that or it's just someone really misses their hero on Sakaar. But I'm kind of hopeful that maybe it will be Hulk's son, and and that'll be really cool to see like where that's going to lead with this character. Could be someone completely different. Um, and yeah, we kind of have already seen through the trailer that we know like Matt Murdock's in this world, so I'm excited to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, very curious to see if anyone else will show up. Um, I mean, we just got to wait and find out. Yep. Because we're getting nine episodes, right? I think so, I think that's right, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Excited. Eight more episodes. So, yeah, I feel like this is, this will probably kind of lead up a, up until Wakanda Forever pretty close. So. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, excited to check out more. Um, any other last thoughts? Um. I don't guess so. I guess there was another line that I wrote down that I really liked where uh, she talks about uh, controlling her emotions and anger because she says otherwise she might get called emotional or difficult or might literally get murdered. (laughs) I was like, solid line. So that's that's literally the last thing that I had written down. (laughs) Oh, I'm trying to remember what um, Smart Hulk called like his uh, training or therapy or whatever. Uh, was it cognitive behavioral? No, that's wrong. That's wrong. What? I don't. Hey, I'm trying to find it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to find. Yeah, I don't know. That would have been a clever uh, one-liner. Anyway, um, yeah, no that's it. This week. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, we failed. Um, <laughs> maybe Drew has something hidden. Drew probably has sleeve. a thoughtful question. He's had yeah. this for the past few yeah, weeks. Yeah, we are moving to questions, so we'll let we'll let Drew kind of handle that one this week. But yeah, uh, Drew, I hope you were listening to this. We just <laughs> said you were going to do it. <laughs> Don't forget, our new time every week is going to be Friday for release. So definitely keep that in mind. As for the question this week. Who would you like to see show up in She-Hulk? 
if we could get another cameo or a new potential villain for the MCU, who would you like to see? Uh, thanks so much for listening in, everyone. Be sure to follow us on social media because we're doing our first giveaway. Uh, excited for that. Um, and excited to do more of those giveaways in the future. And excited to talk more She-Hulk. So that's it. We'll see you next week as we talk She-Hulk episode two. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.